Who's the person you turn to when you need advice? The person who gives you confidence and strength? The person who's been your biggest support? The person you shop with, ask their opinion and trust them implicitly? For me, it's... Hi, Ma. Hi, Del. As a mother and daughter, we know we have a close bond, but each mother and daughter relationship is unique and different, and that's exactly what we want to explore. Each week, we'll sit down with mothers and daughters and talk about their bond, from the ones who work together to others who have survived, shared passions, overcome loss, and in general, have a great relationship that is worth sharing. This is Mothers Mothers and Daughters Daughters Podcast. Hi, Mama. Hi, Del. Been a while? Been a while. Apologies for the break. We've had my birthday, mum's birthday, life. life. Yeah, gotten like, in the way. I was going to say, I was thinking that this morning. Life's just got life's in the way. Life's just got in the way. I've got five weeks till the baby's coming, so I think it's just we're scrambling a bit at the moment to just get things done. So apologies if people are. If you've been waiting, I'm really, really sorry. Um, but worth the wait because today is it's a really funny episode with Kelly, her sister Emma, and her mum Sharon. Kelly is one of the hosts of You Beauty podcast on the Mamma Mia network. And as a pre-warning or in case you hear this odd sound, that is Emma, Kelly's sister, holding Lenny, patting him. Mm. She's a great auntie and sister. She She was was holding Lenny the whole time. Good baby. He was. He woke up in the end. So you'll hear us getting very distracted by Lenny. He's very cute. Mm, very sweet. Yes. So it was a it was a really fun chat and it was nice because it was just before was it just before Mother's Day? I think we spoke to them. I think so. A while ago. Goodness me. Yeah. And they were all together, which was really nice. So because they don't all. They don't all live to. No. I mean, the two sisters do live in Sydney. Yes. Um, but Sharon doesn't live near them. So, yes, yeah, so it was really nice. Nice nice reunion and lovely chat. And yeah. Yeah, it was honest and open. Yeah. And lovely, lovely. It was. It was people. a really fun chat. And, yeah, Kelly's very open. If you follow her on Instagram, you'll see she's very open and honest about parenthood. It's probably given me a lot to think about, but too late now. Mm-hmm. Now going back. Whoops. So in the meantime, enjoy. And yes, we're going to try be a bit more consistent. Yes. But can't promise anything with but, but, uh, an imminent you know, baby. Obviously also if anybody has any you know, stories. stories that yeah. they'd like to put up or suggest or we're yeah, always open. if you open. find a mother and daughter that you think would be interesting, please reach out. We always love hearing from everybody. And if you think you've got a great story to share, you know, don't have to be famous as much as mum's still desperate. Yeah. For Goldie Horn and Kate Hudson, if somebody knows them, could someone please tell me so mum gets off my back? <laughs> but in the meantime, yes, doesn't have to be... A famous person. It just is a great story. We we just love sharing stories and we love chatting to people. So we've got some guests lined up for the next few weeks and then hopefully this baby will be easy enough that we, that can we don't need a break. Mm. But we'll see. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Pray for me. <laughs> In the meantime, enjoy this week's episode. Can you tell us a bit about yourselves 
Who wants to go first? I'll go first because I'm probably the most comfortable talking about myself. Mum said yes, so she goes, but what was I saying? I was like, you literally just say your name and like what you do in a tiny little bit about you. And she goes, oh. I was that I'm a new mum to little Lenny. I'm the one of the hosts of You Beauty, which is Australia's biggest beauty podcast, and I'm a marketing consultant slash content person. Mum? Um, I'm Sharon McCarran, which, <laughs> which is a bit of a funny name. Was married for many years before I realised it rhymed. <laughs> um, I am an accountant and have taught at TAFE for many years and have recently retired. And I live on a few acres outside of Foster Tuncurry on the north coast with my husband of 40 years. Mm, She says that she is recently retired, but we keep teasing because she'd be like, oh, I just don't have time to do this or that. We're like, what are you doing? (laughs) She's knitting the baby's clothes, actually. That's so nice. (laughs) And I'm Emma and I'm Kelly's little sister, which she doesn't like to tell people. (laughs) Um, And I'm a mum of two under under two two. under 18 months so (laughs) Evelyn my first was goodness when Wesley was born um and I'm on maternity leave pretty much constantly at the moment (laughs) and and currently holding baby Lenny at the moment for those who can't see my baby I don't want to hold (laughs) (laughs) there's only two and a half weeks between Wesley and Lenny so that's really nice so cute it's nice for the cousins growing up together yeah, yeah, they don't care about each other at all yet, but... No, they wouldn't. They won't until at least they're sort of like two and then they'll notice each other's face. Uh, so, I mean, I know this is not one of the questions, but do you girls live near your mum? No. We so wish. You, yeah. I, She's pretty happy she doesn't I live near us right now. Four hours north. Right. That's why I presume that, that you're just all... Uh, to, I mean, well, obviously your mum... You, Sharon, you're down, you're with the girls. Yes, yeah, right. and that's why yes. I thought today was a good day to do it because trying to talk my mum through setting up, like I know Our it's easy for us, dream, but, dream. and the internet's really crap up there, so. Oh, it's so funny. That's, that's, we, that's where that's we go through it all, all the, the time. time when yeah. mums and daughters aren't sitting together, there's always, and, and we always say we're going to do a blooper reel, but we never do because we feel bad for the mums who are, you know, struggling to. Oh, okay. Get, like me, yes, me, struggling me. to get over technology, but it is so like we have to laugh, but we never, you know, we we always make sure we give ourselves enough time to to sort set out. up because yes, internet, clicking on a link, where honestly, I'd say when I do it from home. Nine times out of ten, there's something, there's an issue to begin with. Always, mm. it's mm. always. Right. I, really I think this is the first time, almost, that we've. Being able to get get on Starway, uh, key hear you and everything. So uh, so far, so good, <laughs> which is great. We'll yes, touch wood exactly. after that. Oops. Yeah. So so Sharon, I will start with you. What were the girls like growing up? <laughs> well, um, why don't you they, start with Emma? They <laughs> were well. They were difficult teenagers, as most are, um, <laughs> particularly Kelly. But um, having said that, they weren't. They weren't really bad. They were just moody and, <laughs> and you know, hated their family, <laughs> you know, wanted to do things they weren't allowed to do. That's really as difficult as it got. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. You secretly know that they're going to get their revenge when it's their turn? 
<laughs> well, I didn't think it at the time, but it's funny because, like, I look now and think it's it's so lovely, but I didn't know, I guess, if it ever, you know, I, I suppose I thought, well, I'm close to my mum and I did go to a stage where I, you know, really didn't want to. But, I, yeah, not I as think bad, I think. When yeah. you're an adult, you can look back on things and realise that they had your best interests. Mm, yeah. mm, 100%. Sometimes they'll probably just be jerks. Mm. But which now as a mother, I understand. Like, I had, yeah. Oh, once you become a parent, you totally get where it's coming from. And I, I try, I mean, my kids are four and six, so reasoning with them is silly. I don't even know why I bother, but I'm like, it's not I'm telling, it's not I'm getting my way all the time. I'm telling you to do things so you're either safe, we can leave the house on time or whatever. You always get to do what you want to do. And it's like, no, actually, you guys get to do what you always yeah, want to do. Yeah, you're like, I have not That's done what I want to do for about six years, seven yeah. years if you count pregnancy. Pretty much. Yes, exactly. But they won't realise it until their no. parents one day. So I think, I, I think because Kelly was the oldest, it was you know, we were learning as well and you, I think you are harder on your eldest child. You have high, you know, because you don't know. Oh, yeah. We went to the higher expectations. I don't think you had higher expectations. I think you just were very strict but then with, like, I turned out fine. In, <laughs> so they're kind of like a lot looser with Emma yeah. and then my younger brother, they basically were just like, Free for all. Go for it. Do whatever you want. We weren't. No. We don't know. Where is he? We after, don't know. After a big night, they cooked him bacon and eggs, whereas with us, I didn't, didn't get talked to. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get talked to the first time that I got drunk and mum caught me. I didn't get talked to for a week. Mum caught you. I was picking oh, yeah. you up from the past. Anyway, and my brother, they were just like he'd had a long week. <laughs> oh, good excuse. Poor, poor, poor boy. Thing. Poor boy. I also think sometimes it's, you know, the the baby brother when yeah. you've got older sisters the baby brother will always be the baby brother could be too mm. yeah it'll be like that yeah, yeah <laughs> Kelly how do you do you, is that exactly how you remember your childhood yeah yeah I think um, we were very lucky growing up like you know we make jokes about I make jokes about mum and dad being really strict but it was a very safe happy environment um and we were talking about that recently actually because we were talking about social media and because I, I was bullied quite badly in primary school but mum and dad we was talking about how when I got home from school though I was safe like mm. I could play and just do whatever but these days kids come home and they're not safe necessarily which is mm. I think is terrifying and it terrifies me having a baby now to think that that's the environment that they'll like, because we won't be able to offer that sense of safety. 100%. Because if we, you know, don't let them on devices, well, then we're a horrible person for not letting them have a device. So I know. you're all, Yeah, you're always caught between a rock and a hard place as technology gets more advanced. Yeah. But maybe when our kids are teenagers, it'll go back to what it yeah, was like. Yeah, they'll be like, we're doing, we don't need technology. There'll be all hippies. That, mm. like, I very stuff. much doubt, I doubt that. It, but but <laughs> considering they can already navigate on devices themselves, which yeah. is. Lenny will have frightening. a TikTok account at two years old. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll be like uploading his own videos, basically. <laughs> Fun, <laughs> yeah, fun, funding your young, lifestyle. Like, holidays and um, lots of good memories around that sort of stuff. We moved a lot, but. Yeah, that doesn't really matter. I guess we, yeah. it's kind of fun for a kid to move a lot. Yeah, new houses are exciting when you're a kid. Within, yeah. within the same town, though, so you yeah. have to make new friends. Yeah. Oh, I see. Just moving moving houses but staying yeah. in the same area. 
I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I get that. And Emma, do you have the same memories? Yeah, pretty much. I think I definitely, yeah, I think like mum and dad probably were a bit stricter with Kelly, but we also were, were different kids. Like I was I naughtier. Kelly was probably naughtier, <laughs> but I sort of, I got naughtier as I got older, I mm. guess. Not naughtier, Emma, but pushing the boundaries. She wouldn't yeah. get in trouble. So when we were little, and she's admitted this to mum and dad since, she sometimes, her and Sam would just cry because they knew that mum and dad would come and yell at me yeah. because they, they would be like, you've hit your brother or sister again. And I'd be like, I wasn't near them. <laughs> but they would just be like, oh, she hit me. <laughs> no, I, I remember that differently. I remember Kelly would like bite us or do something and it wouldn't be that bad, but I'd still wanted to get in Amp trouble. It up. So I would like, Sam and I would like rebite ourselves or do something oh. to make them <laughs> so she it's the first I'm hearing. I was going to say, Kelly. Kelly. I was going to say, Sharon's all hearing all of this uh, firsthand. <laughs> and so, for the first time, when she did something really naughty, she told me about it first. So she didn't even have her license, and she crashed a car. Oh no! Like on property, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't like she was driving around the street. She was driving like a paddy wagon, basically mm. around someone's farm. And she crashed into the tree and she came and told me so tearfully and I was gleeful. <laughs> I was so like, happy. I had this huge smile on my face. So I was like, you better go tell mum and dad about yeah. it. <laughs> like, and I'll be there watching. Dad came and yelled and Kelly's just like loitering out. Yeah, like, like enjoying every moment. Oh, it's always the way. I, I have to say I, I think I was a bit like that. <laughs> I used to enjoy when my brother used to get in trouble. I'd just sit there and just see my halo just glow yeah. even more. Wasn't well, me this time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was never her. It was always him. Yeah. Oh, always. Was really quiet. And, and when she was in year seven, they caught the bus to school. And we got this phone call about Emma had been, um, what was it, in trouble on the bus or something. And we went, no, she slapped someone. No, and we went, oh, you mean Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we went, oh, Emma. <laughs> oh, that's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> She Chris rocked. Wait, yeah, she yeah, was mixed yeah. somewhere. I was being bullied, and so, so your so your response was yes. physical violence. <laughs> I was twelve. Gosh, Paul Kelly, you got blamed for it. You got blamed for it anyway. Yes. Yes. Well, she was quick to lash out. I, I guess. was a bit aggressive. Mm. Well, we well we did have a very happy, fun household. Yeah. We both grew up there, like ups and downs, like every family. Yeah. But we we have a lot of funny memories, and because we all have a pretty like similar sense of humour, I think we all laugh about it. Mm. <laughs> um, and Emma, because Emma and I fought a lot growing up, physical and everything else. Emotional, but yeah. It was funny, we were always still very close. Like if anyone yeah. else, if I found out anyone else mm. was bullying her or being mean, I would like. Jump in. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, the, the big sister takes over. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. She's allowed to bully me. Yeah, I'm allowed to bully them. No one else was at yeah. all. Yeah, because there's two years difference between you two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. There's another cheese between Emma and my brother. Yeah, that's what happens with, you know. That's terrible if you were bullied at school, though. That's I know. Yeah. And oh, she didn't think, tell us. Yeah, oh, didn't. you didn't you, you didn't know? No, not until she's an adult. Wow. Oh, wow. No, until she was an adult. I think lots of kids are, mm. but, you know, mm. it is. Yeah, it is. But the idea of, like, Lenny getting bullying makes me belly, mm. makes me sick. Mm. Or the idea that he would bully. Yes. I think, you know, you need to make sure that your child isn't the bully or being yes. bullied. Or, or being, yeah, as you say, yeah. vice versa. Uh, either option isn't isn't a good one and it's no, always exactly. terrifying. 
like the next phase of their life. Yeah, to know what to do because I know at one point I did know something was going on in primary and so I made a point of going up and having lunch with Kelly. She came and had lunch with me at school. Oh. Because I had no one else to sit with. To make sure she was all right. Oh, that's so. I was going to say it's such a sweet sentiment but probably but you were probably you, Kelly, bullied, you were mortified or, or probably bullied them like, because oh of that oh my gosh that loser had her mum come and sit with her at lunchtime because no one else wanted to eat lunch mm, with her mm, <laughs> gosh it's awful it builds character if you want to look back at it with some That's sort of silver I always lining say. It's, it is character building like you yeah. can look at it in a really negative light and sometimes you know I think that there's probably like different things that carry a level of trauma with it but I like to look back on things and just try to have a sense of humour and just think, well, it was character building and I am who I am and Emma's the way that she is because I bullied her. <laughs> <laughs> and she's and she's currently keeping your child asleep. So it yes, couldn't yes, have been yes. that bad. What I gently bully him. I call him Pizza Face because he's got very bad acne for a new Aww. So. Oh, it's a baby. He can't <laughs> help it. Yeah. Sharon, what was it like? Because you've obviously recently retired. So you had three kids were working as an accountant and in tape, how did you juggle everything at the same time? Look, my husband did shift work. So when he was not working, you know, he could look after them. So, of course, they had daycare and after-school care, which I know they hated. But um, in lots of ways, I've thought, of, you know, I had actually thought of it. I'm really glad I always did work because I had an identity apart from just being a mother and wife and not that there's anything wrong with that not at all but I was seen as something else and I I really enjoyed what I did and the other reason is uh, as a TAFE teacher I had a lot of students women trying to get back into the workforce after having a lot of time off work and it was hard for them it was really hard so I never had that issue because I'd always worked and kept up with things so yeah even though it was difficult I'm really glad I did and Actually, my husband was saying only recently one of the things I did, it was like marking at night. And so sometimes I'd come home from work and I'd have 30 things I had to mark. And and he said I used to sort of, you know, mm. but it allowed us to have really nice holidays every year mm. and do things. And it was something you could do at home. So mm. Yeah. Mm. That's very good. I, I think as well like growing up with two parents that worked really hard gave us all really good work ethics as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it, we all started working when we were like just 15, on 14, 15. No, 14, nine months, that was the rule. Yes, I know, it's so funny, yeah, isn't it? 14 and nine months, I don't know why that made any difference. It's just a yeah. stupid rule, just make it 15. 15. Oh, no. That's that three months. That three months yeah, is a real difference. difference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I guess, Kelly, do you feel like that influenced your decision not to do mat leave with Lenny? Um. This decision not to take mat leave was, there's a couple of factors. One was I was an idiot (laughs) and I was like, babies, I work for myself and babies sleep like 16 hours a day. I'll just work while the baby's sleeping. Well, especially if your sister's got him, sure. Yeah, the baby doesn't sleep unless he's on someone and for like 20 minutes, half an hour at a time. Mm. So I was just an idiot with like romanticised ideals of what motherhood would be like. But Two, I couldn't really, like, we couldn't really afford for me to take mat leave. And, I mean, you know, we would have managed managed and gotten on by, but 
And as you said, your career means a lot to you. My career means a lot to me and I didn't want to take a step back Mm. because it doesn't matter who you are or what your job is. If you take a step back, unless you, when you work for yourself, I mean, Mm. company, someone will step in. Yes, sure. Yes, I I get that. Do you know what I mean? That I I heard from my, when I worked, when I was younger, sort of hearing that nobody's indispensable. No, you're not you know, special. Like you, you, you think you're special, no, you're but but you're not. Do you know what I mean? So well, like you work for a company, mm. they have to like oh, they have to keep your job, but you know, and which is so good that they do that. Mm. So it doesn't matter if like someone that's better than you gets no. in and does it while you're gone. Mm. You still have a job to come back to. Yes, and yeah. You can take the time that you need, but if you work for yourself, someone might slide in and then they might be like, "Well, we don't really need you again." Or yes. We don't you to come back really yes yeah. yeah yeah no yeah, nobody wants to so hear that there's, there's a few factors of why I didn't and it's been really hard but at the same time it it's been impossible at some points but when I have like it does as mumps it gives me myself back it gives me a bit of my identity it makes me really happy and makes me feel like myself again mm. Yeah, it fills your cup, which is important. Like you, yeah. you can't, you know, if you can. And and I've been very lucky to be able to take mat leave, you know, with the boys at sort of various stages. But it also it is nice whether you're in an office or not. And obviously, COVID did not help most people going back into an office. But to remove yourself from your kids for a little while, to give yourself that. I don't have to answer to a newborn who's decided that he doesn't want to sleep unless he's being held, which they love to do. It gives you that drive to keep going for the next day where you're like, okay, so he's going to spend the whole day on me, but it's fine because yesterday I had the day to myself. And I've got something to look forward to in a few days. That Not that I don't enjoy the time with him, but some moments are beautiful, but I think I enjoy it more when I've had sleep yeah. and time to do things that I enjoy doing by myself where I'm not responsible for another human and I'm not just a mum. Not that there's anything wrong with being. No, no. I know. (laughs) Like some people love it. One of my best friends, she doesn't care at all if she hardly ever, she hardly ever gets time for just herself, but she doesn't care at all. It doesn't bother her. Like she's just so happy and loves being a mum more so than most people, I think. But She's like, and I think most people probably do need a little bit more time to themselves. Yeah. But you know, she's so happy and she's so good. You said it, it fills cup up again. Mm. Yeah, mm. and I think kids need they they need that as well. They need to see it. I mean, for Lenny, he won't necessarily really realize at his age, but I think it's important for kids, as you say, you remember it. I remember it. Obviously, mum and dad working really hard. And I think it's important that they see that you go to work and you know you've got to just. You can't just be at home all day, even yeah. though I know being at home all day, I realise also is not a free ride. Because Being at home all day, it's I would rather go to work every yeah. day than be, like, honestly, I think that stay-at-home mums have the hardest jobs. Yeah, non-stop any- washing and tidying. Oh. Yeah. And adulting, like dealing with other adults. Some some adults act like babies. I, I don't take that away. But to, to, to have a conversation. With an adult is easier than trying to deal with a toddler. 100%. 100%. An irrational toddler. Yeah. Oh, God. And <laughs> and to Sharon and Emma, uh, was Kelly always so open and honest growing up? No. No. <laughs> no. No, we were talking about this. Lesson. She was, as a teenager, she was very 
closed, really. Yeah. She mm. didn't, she was very quiet, quiet and went into a bedroom. Oh, oh actually slammed, slammed the bedroom door, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and I think as she's grown up, life experiences that would normally make people, probably do the opposite and make people more closed off, have actually made Kelly a lot more oh, open. Yeah. And I wasn't quite, like I still no. performed. I remember doing oh. my skits and stuff. Oh, you did, you, you, you did. Yeah, she performed for us. But actually we were only talking. <laughs> and then slammed the door and got <laughs> But we were only talking the other day, we were walking, that when um, when you went to uni, I still remember leaving her there where father and I took her down and she was standing there with a hand with these great big sunglasses on and I knew she didn't want to be there and it was it was one of the hardest things I've ever done but she wouldn't say anything and I said to her, why didn't you, you were saying I was too young to go to uni but I was too young to move away from she, home she wouldn't I wasn't ready didn't talk to us about it or well because also yeah. you don't you think I'm an adult I'm 18 yeah. it's time that's right yeah so no, she was not open. <laughs> <laughs> but I did always perform. It did always perform, definitely. Yes, she always used to do. We have to sit on the lounge and watch and her watch, more. listen <laughs> to her singing with <laughs> her brother and I. <laughs> <laughs> it prepared you for your future podcasting career. Exactly. <laughs> Working on my voice. Yes. Like, she always said she wanted to be an actress, and her father. And I feel really bad. We actually said, "Oh well." Have a backup plan. As yeah. Well. yeah. <laughs> you You're like, thanks, guys. I might say, oh, you go for it. <laughs> I think, though, you've got to keep your kids a little bit realistic. Well, like, I thought I was going to be a movie star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's still time. Yeah, that's right. I also wanted to be a marine biologist at one point. So <laughs> I don't know about if there's time for that. Like, no, yeah. no, all, all the brains, really. <laughs> <laughs> all the enthusiasm for fish. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that's another level. Mm. And if you don't have time to work, I feel like studying is probably not going to be on the cards either. No, no. I've always been a horrible studier as well. I just don't care for, like I like learning but not in a controlled environment, I guess. <laughs> and for those, just just so you know, the, the padding noise you can hear in the background is is Emma oh. gleefully? It's I mean, fu- it's so fine. Going, keep keep going. going. No, it's it fine. Is, is doing an amazing job as an auntie to try yeah, and keep Lenny quiet. He's opening his eyes and peering at me, and I'm like, shut. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's very quiet. He's very quiet. He is. He's dozing. Yes. And yeah. Padding helps. Yeah, so sweet. The padding really does help. Kelly, do you think being an auntie helped prepare you for motherhood, or not at all? <laughs> Definitely. So I always knew that I one day wanted kids. Well, I was pretty sure I did, but I was like never ready, even though I was in my early 30s. And I think mum and dad were kind of, well, no, mum was actually always very much so you have to be ready before you have kids. But maybe um, I guess maybe my grandma was probably the only person that was actually like time's a ticking. No, yeah. <laughs> but, um, Different generation. But the love that I have when Evelyn, my niece, was born, was just so enormous. It was more than anything that I could have ever imagined. And I thought, and she was a horrible baby. I've got a horrible (laughs) baby. But she 
we call, so her name is Evelyn. We call her Devlin. <laughs> That's so cute. She was a horrible child. I've never met. Well, she was very sick, but oh. also she wasn't diagnosed yeah. until she was over six months. Oh. But even now, she's still horrible sometimes. <laughs> but she's all right. She's all right now. She's all right now. Yeah, she's pretty good. She has pretty severe allergies to oh, dairy, yeah, some proteins right. in dairy, and soy, and so. Everyone thought that, yeah, they thought it was a bunch of different things and she never gained weight and mm. she was processing food and it just took a really long time for, first of all, any physician to listen to us and mm. say it was something other than colic. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it was pretty horrible. <laughs> she was a pretty bad baby but <laughs> wasn't her fault. No, no, clearly if she had uh, obviously allergies. Yeah. That, and it's a girl as long as she eats correctly. Mm. So like, sometimes she'll, and it's hard, she'll At go daycare. to daycare, she'll yeah. Yeah. grab food off another kid or something mm. and you Go that evening. Mm. That it's, yeah, it's really sad for her. And hopefully she grows out of it. But at the moment, her allergy specialists aren't that sure when it's going to happen. Oh, dear. I'm sorry. Gosh. Because a lot of kids do grow out of those initial allergies. Like, because Lenny's well, also been diagnosed as. At, as they head towards one, but unfortunately hers haven't yet. Yeah. But regardless of the fact that she was such a horrible baby and I spent <laughs> so much time with her, but I just adored her or adore her and was so obsessed that I was like, I could do this. Mm. Oh, but I was also like, my baby won't be that bad. Yeah. He's bad. So it's <laughs> Kelly was yeah. the only person other than I think mum and my husband and I that could actually deal with Evelyn. Like it didn't and it didn't bother she, me at all, which is yeah, something I need to remember when he's kicking off and I feel upset and like I can't burden someone with his moods because I think it's all right I'll just do it because I don't want other people to feel frustrated but then I think I never once felt frustrated with Evelyn mm. in fact I think I feel more frustrated with him because I'm around it more but like she's they're just babies they mm. can't help it and if you yeah. if you love them it doesn't like yeah oh, I, you always have more patience for other people's children yeah. than your own yeah. there should be some sort of service I know it's it sounds creepy but where you can just if they're being a-holes, which tends to happen a lot, you can just swap them with other people because they tend to behave yeah. better for other people. That's actually brilliant. It, <laughs> you know, in the, I mean, I'm lucky that I can dump my kids on my mom or my mother-in-law and I'm like, see ya, I know you'll behave for them, so goodbye, see you tomorrow. I wouldn't say all the time, but anyway. <laughs> If he wants to wake up, just let him. Yeah, just just thought I'd say that. Yeah. <laughs> they don't behave all the time. But, yes, you tend to have better patience for other people's children. Sorry, we'll just. Hi, just Lenny. Say hi. Oh, so sweet. Oh, my gosh. Hello. He'll, he'll just, he's woke, awake now, so he'll just sit with us. Oh, he's so beautiful. What a good stretch. Oh, that's, hello. that's really good. Hello. Hello. Oh, he's See, beautiful. that definitely made me feel ready because of the love that I felt for her. Mm. She mm. cried the first time she saw her. I did. <laughs> did I didn't ugly cry when I first met him. Mm. So no. it's funny, isn't oh, it? No, I did a little bit. Yeah, yeah I did a little did. bit. Which I guess we've just now covered, Emma, uh, your question was what was your journey to motherhood like? But, uh, I mean, obviously uh, quite a challenge, as you said. It's been challenging, but I, I always wanted babies. I wanted babies long before I had them. Mm. She was one of those weird kids that would steal other people's babies as a kid. Them. Like she was always maternal and it's yeah. funny how yeah. you can just see that in people either uh, either not yeah. only girls uh, some boys as yeah. that they've just got that instinct and some just don't 
doesn't yeah. mean that they're not going to be good mothers. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to admit, when she, I first thought all babies were like that and I could not understand <laughs> why people went back and had more and more and more. It's true. She but was you so, did. Yeah, well, no, she didn't mean to. He's a a lovely blessing and I feel so, like, as hard as it's been, I feel so lucky I've got got two healthy, healthy babies Mm. because both of their entries to the world weren't easy. Wes is a very good baby. He's asleep right now and not making a peep. Like he's a very good baby. And he's very fat. Baby. Yeah, we're very. I'm very lucky that they're just so healthy now and things have definitely gotten a lot better. But she did cry when she found out she was pregnant with Wes. <laughs> she called, so I called her to tell her that I was pregnant. I was like, I'm pregnant. I was crying happy tears. And she was hysterical was, tears. And she face times me and she goes, and then she walked downstairs and her husband was just sitting on the couch like this (laughs) it must be hard having two babies it is yeah i can't yeah it definitely has its challenges but i'm very lucky my like yeah like it is really hard it's not as hard as i thought Mm. and it's also you have these odd moments where it's so cute like she goes up and cuddles him or tries to help bath him Mm. or give him a bottle she's very good with them that's very good but it it definitely has its challenges but so many other mums have done it before me and 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 they'll obviously be extremely close because they're extremely close in age yeah Yeah. so yes I just oh. feel like they're here and they're healthy and that's all that yep. matters yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, so both of you had fairly traumatic births. Yes. Yeah, we don't seem to birth well. Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, it's not genetic obviously, but I guess you could console each other because I know it can be very yeah. difficult once you've had a traumatic birth. It's It's something that, I mean, you can't forget that. No, I think it helped my husband that she'd had a traumatic birth because she, he was calling her in a huge panic when he had no idea what was going on. And she was like, she'll be fine. You know, like she could calm him down because she, a little bit, yeah, because he, because she had gone through it. Mm. Did you, did you experience that, Sharon? Or like, I mean, no, 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 my births were all she had you, yeah. three natural births, right? Yeah. yeah. The last one was like a forceps. He was turned the other way or whatever, but no, nothing like that. Mm. Amazing, isn't it, that obviously you two girls experienced something very similar. Mm. Yeah, it is mm. a bit weird. It is. I guess it's nice in some. Because you like, can well, nice. have matching no. scars and pouches. <laughs> no, <but> it's <laughs> lovely. It's, as you both said, like it's nice to have someone who knows just how it's crap. Like mm, and I know yeah. so many women unfortunately go through really crap births mm. yeah it's it doesn't it's, seem to be something that um, yeah unfortunately it happens easily even though it's something that is apparently so natural yeah. and your body's meant to do it but so many like it's horrible so many things can go wrong mm. Mm. it oh. is frightening when you think you've had you know a fairly straightforward birth you realize just how much of a miracle that is because there's just an an like an unimaginable number of things that can go wrong and goes wrong, I mean, even in just one family alone. So, you you know, it it is crazy to think about, but glad they're all here happy and healthy now. Yes, yes, exactly. And we're both here in fine. That's right. Yeah, that's good. Scarred up and pouched up. (laughs) Emma told Kelly they can get matching tattoos tattoos over our scars. scars. (laughs) We're not. She's She's an idiot. (laughs) 
Well, I'm kind of joking, but I'm also kind of yeah. not. You get um, tattoos now that are skin coloured to cover things like scars. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Can put the kids' names on it. Be like, see, this is yours. Thanks. <laughs> this is how you came out. Well, you'd have two names on yours. Yes. <laughs> um, Sharon, how do you feel watching Kelly on social media being so open and honest about her motherhood journey, especially given as a teenager, as you said, she was quite performative but closed off, I guess. Oh, look, I think I, I think it's really wonderful because, um, uh, and Emma told me I should say this, when I, no, when I had, um, no, last night we are talking about it, so you should share that. When I had Kelly, I was, you know, all the books showed this woman in this pristine white mm-hmm. shirt jeans and done a hair and and everything was perfect and that's what I thought it would be like and it, and it wasn't like that at all mm. so I think it's wonderful that Kelly shares her experiences so honestly because people get a real picture of what it can be like when it's so difficult because it is such a difficult transition no one can fit into blue jeans I'll just use his Straight jacket. Oh, you didn't mean Aww. to. I know. You can stop. <laughs> yeah, so I'm. Yeah, I'm really proud of the way she does it. Ooh, that bit. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> yeah, he, he. I was going to say he, he is just he being a look on his face, like, oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah, he's like, oh, that wasn't good. No, that yeah. wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> pleasant. That's so funny. <laughs> This is reality of motherhood. You get yes. covered in vomit all the time. Yes. yes. And you just all we all feces. Yeah, you just wipe it off and keep rolling. That's how <laughs> yes. it goes. And and Kelly, sorry, well, I know it's hard while you've got him. But what no, no, what not. has the response been like, you know, with your candidness about it, well, you know, everything? I didn't set out like it wasn't an intentional decision to be candid. It's just I'm honest about everything mm. and I share most things. Mm. So it wasn't really a conscious thing. So when people started reaching out and saying like, oh, thank you so much for sharing and you've made me feel less alone at 4 o'clock in the morning at 4 a.m., whatever, it really surprised me. But then the more I thought about it, the more I realised, well, similar to what my mum said, but in the age of social media where people post like, Good times. Really curated, <laughs> beautiful videos and photos of them and their perfect little angel, like looking so cute in perfect little outfit. And they just make, and they'll post, oh, the love I feel is just enormous. And <laughs> it's just like really. Uh, it's only like unrealistic. It's unrealistic. Yeah. It's like yeah. that. Two percent of the time, mm-hmm. then you take the photo, and then the baby screams and throws up on you. No, he's all right. Um, and wants his dummy, and then like it's just so unrealistic. So, and it's nice to look at those sorts of things, and sometimes they're really sure. cute. But it wasn't until I was like, I don't get why so many people are so enjoying this content. Mm. But it's because they're not seeing it, or or people might post stuff that's more real, but it's still like a little bit dis. In, like it's still curated in a term, yeah. you know, it's mm. real. it's not that raw still, mm. or they're not sure, like they're not sharing their deep thoughts. Mm. Mm. And, and the I, thing is people in my DMs are though, they share their deep thoughts. Yeah. I think, look, it's hard. Some people don't want to sh- share that they're not doing coping and whatever. Oh, um, because yeah, all yeah. the time. Or they're all not the time. Yeah. yeah, because as Sharon, as you said, 
you know, n- the pictures from history, it's always like motherhood is this yes. amazing thing and it's fine and you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to be able to do this and so you can just, you know, it's like you get handed an instruction manual. Yeah, right. And then when reality hits, like they have an allergy that you don't know about or, you know, they're up for whatever reason. No one tells no you. No one tells you these things. No, no one tells you yeah. when you first have a baby, they actually don't know how to put themselves to sleep. That's right. You've got to like, teach them. You're just, you're just expected well, to know all these things. And I'm like, ha- like mm. they, they prepare you so much for birth and mm. for all of these things. And like both Kelly and I know, like I think we both were quite, neither of us had a birth plan. No, I was just like, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. But like both of us had pretty horrible births and yet, and that was all they prepared you for is talking about what to do in that, in those situations, which in the end you have no, you have no control over that when it happens, it happens. Mm. Yeah. Um, But then you get this baby and you're just sent home and. Yes. Yes. You're like, good luck. It's sort of like when you prepare for, you know, when you have a wedding and you spend all this time planning a wedding but no one focuses on the marriage part afterwards. Exactly. Exactly. You're like really should have focused on that part of it more than the wedding. But it's the same with kids. It's like, yeah, the hospital really just they go through all the options, Mm, yeah, yeah. all the pain, you know, options, well, all the pain relief options you can go through and then they kind of give you this baby and go, okay, so you can go home now. Yeah, yeah. Smile. While you recover from either major surgery or, yeah. you know, just even laboring or yeah, whatever everything. it is. Yeah. And potentially going home to other toddlers, which you did. Yeah. I had to do, yes. Yes. Well, and and I think these days as well in the COVID times, you know, the hospitals, uh, you know, let you go so quickly as well. And then you're not allowed to have people over or Mm. you want to be more cautious because you've got a fresh baby you don't really want everyone coming over. No. Yeah. No. So pretty strict. Like I don't know if they're as strict now, but like when I had wares, they, I wasn't, my husband wasn't even allowed in the hospital Mm. while I was in labour and because he was prem and so they kept they kept trying to stop the labour. And so I was in there for about two days and he was allowed mm. in the hospital right before they took they had to take me in for a Caesar. So it it was just re- like I was there by myself. Mm. And I think that's a lot of women. And it's it just adds to, you know, your oh, the stress. Oh, especially if it's your first, you know. I mean, for me, that's the one thing I'm semi-anxious about for this third time because the first two was pre-COVID. Baby. Yes, he's oh, he's, uh, he's underneath, you? hiding underneath, yeah. underneath, uh, the, underneath desk. the desk. I from the top end, you don't look pregnant at all. Yeah, I was going to say he's definitely hiding underneath the desk. No hiding it at twenty nine weeks now. Oh, I know. So it, that to me is scary because it will be such a different experience. And I think I was very lucky to have had. I mean, as many people did pre COVID. Not that I had millions of people walking through when I, you know, had the baby for visiting, but it was just to not even have your partner with you yeah. or worrying about is someone going to be positive by the time you give birth and they can't be there and just all those sure. extra stresses you just don't need when there's yeah. already enough stress coming. Exactly. Yeah. Mind you, different times and I'm sure Sharon, you would, you know, relate to this though. When I had Jordana, I had tons of visitors I look back and I think that was ridiculous what yes. they what yeah. they allowed was awful do you know what I mean so in actual fact I think it's 
I don't think COVID's been a good thing, definitely not a good thing. But if anything, but I think also we've become a lot more respectful to mm. mothers yes. that who wants to go and visit a mother with a Who's newborn just in given birth, yes. I, I just I look back and I think, oh my God, that was ridiculous times. But I'm sure Sharon, you experienced it. You know, everybody comes in. It's like, yes. whoa. Too much. No, I used to wait for Luke to go home. I'd be like, all right, time to go. <laughs> I just wanted to be by myself with my cares of all the doctors and yes. the baby. Yes. Like I didn't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. 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 Different times. Different yeah. times. Yeah. I know. Kelly, so given your success with you beauty, what's your first memory of beauty and beauty products? Well, mum has always been like liked beauty herself, um, products and that sort of thing. And Ave, um, Bernadette, the Avon lady, would come over. <laughs> <laughs> Bernadette, Bernie, she'd come over and mum had had all the pages folded down of I the things it. that she wanted. And then Bernadette would sell them to her. And so mum always had lots of products. Mm. And every couple of months she'd do what, I guess we still do to this day. She'd clean through all of her drawers and everything and Emma and I would sit there patiently and then she'd put like a pile of stuff that she didn't want and, you know, divvy it up between the two of uh-huh. us and makeup and beauty products to play with. Mm. And so that would be my first memory and I just loved it. I And then I'd take them into my own room, which was great for the time that we were in rentals because I'd destroy the carpet. <laughs> and I'd make my own little concoctions like I'd, you know, smash up an eyeshadow and then mix it with Vaseline and turn, you know, make my own sort of, I don't know, whatever. Very what, ahead of your time. Um, and I just have so much fun with it. So that would be my first memory. It was, I have always loved it, <laughs> which is funny because I was a tomboy growing up, but I loved mm. products. Mm. Emma, were you the same? Did you also have that beauty gene? No, so I've never been, but Kelly's definitely got there. She's an idiot. The artistic beauty <laughs> side to me. I'm terrible. She puts like, everything on her face. She'll come over. Probably thanks to you now. Makeup and she'll just be like, oh, what's this? And just start like <laughs> putting it on her face. I'm not very good at those kind of things. Like Kelly used to be the one to always do my hair and makeup if ever I went anywhere or anything. Like I've just... I haven't inherited that at all. I'm very unphotogenic. <laughs> I never really do my bother doing my face. I just sort of, yeah tag along and take things off. Her husband will be like, you did your makeup. You've been in Kelly's things. <laughs> that's so funny. As so if she's like a child that's been in a, yeah. in a crayon drawer. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, so he offered to get me makeup lessons one year for my birthday. I got very <laughs> offended. <laughs> Kelly developed it like you, just the way you used to practice and do things and it amazed me. Yeah. There. I couldn't do what she did. It's funny how it's just like it's in you or it's just not. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess I'm quite artistic. So, and the makeup is art. Yes. Yeah. 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 I love, love makeup. We know. (laughs) (laughs) And Emma, what advice did you give to Kelly before having Lenny? Don't do it. No, I'm just Or it's too late. Too late. Too late. Oh. I honestly can't really remember. I do remember us. I can't, yeah, I can't really remember. Like we just used to. Said go with the flow. Don't yeah. Don't have any expectations, expectations or plans because I think probably quite similar to Kelly. Mm-hmm. I had a very, 
I had a very rose-colored lens on my idea of parenting and children. And I remember all the people I worked with when I went off with Evelyn, I just thought I'd spend the whole time cleaning and doing what I wanted. Getting facials. Exercise at home and stuff. And I like we Evelyn cried 24-7. Like I couldn't even walk the dog. Mm. Like it was not like that at all. And so I think when we spoke about it, I was just more like go with the flow and do what do what you're comfortable with and don't worry too much about what other people say because I think becoming a mum made me a lot less judgmental. I look back on things and I'm like, I used to be a bit of a cow. Like I... Like I just think it's well, just I think changing it's easy to, way. It's um, easy to pass yeah, judgment. Things you have no idea about. Yeah. It's like when we see other kids at restaurants now as a parent, when I see kids tantrum in restaurants, I smile, not because I'm I'm me, I'm being mean, you know, and, but it's like it's reassurance. I'm like, thank God it happens to other people. It's not just me. Oh, there he goes again, poor little oh. thing. <laughs> yeah, like you want to send them a bottle of wine when you see that yeah. now because you know how they're feeling. Oh, yeah. Sends over to the table. Yeah. It's horrible. Oh, Lenny. Oh, Lenny Lee. <laughs> There you go. Sorry, he's really joining in the conversation. He is. He's 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 adding a fun distraction. He's being so good, though. (laughs) Beautiful little boy. I was going to say, yeah. In 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 a few months' time, this is this is the baby room. So who knows what kind of noises are going to be at our place? Yeah. Who knows? So. We'll we'll have the we'll have the same nice cooing noises in the background. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like the thing is, it is a mother and daughter pod, so it's fine to have a bit of baby in the background. Yeah, hundred percent. Yes, hundred percent. Um, Sharon, for you, what's it like seeing your girls so close now and having the cousins so close together growing up? Oh, it's it's just lovely. I I just think it's lovely. I mean, it's lovely for me. Mm. I think it's especially nice for them mm. have each other and. And yeah, to be going through it all, and to be well, they talk sometimes at four in the morning. <laughs> you know, we don't talk; we send each other like messages. Yeah, people really tired, or just like yeah. And I just think it's lovely. Yeah, yeah I, I, you know, it's lovely having the support to each other, even if, okay. even if obviously, you know, both of you are not in the position to necessarily, obviously, physically help each other, but just to talk through things, I think, makes such a difference. Obviously. We do our best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, only thing I find hard is that I can't be there at the same time for both of them. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, the reality of of motherhood and then yes. grandmotherhood. grandmotherhood. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's why I, I take advantage at the moment while my sister in law's overseas and my brother doesn't have kids. Oh, yes. So oh, yeah. Very she selfish. She has no competition whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Yet. 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 Although by the time they're like you do have competition, they'll be a bit older. So that's right. Probably a bit ew, A bit more a bit more self-sufficient. Yeah, we hope yes. that well, well hopefully they'll be able to babysit one day. But yes. 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 I said that yesterday. Um Kelly was over and um, I had to feed Wes, my youngest, and I was like, oh, it was great when it was just Evelyn before Lenny and Wes arrived because they would fight over who fed her mm. and I didn't have to do a thing. And yeah, now I would be like, my, my baby. Turn. My turn. Yes, yes. Yeah, whereas now it's like, yeah, it is I my know. turn. Yeah. Mum and I still fight a bit over Evelyn, not so much the babies but over <laughs> Evelyn. Like they say when she woke up from her nap, oh. Emma goes, who wants to go get her? And me and mum both stood up. Oh, and I was sweet. Like, You're staying here, mum. I'm going up to Oh, her. that's so sweet. And and Kelly, can I ask, what is the number one beauty tip 
and product for new mums that you would recommend? Ooh, sleep. Yeah, I mean. I know. I love it when celebrities are like, I just get a good night's sleep. And I'm like, a lot of water. No, you've had a lot of Botox, which is also fine. I mean, Mm -hmm. my sister enjoy Botox. Um, I would say an oil. If you can just put on an oil, it will make you look more alive. Mm -hmm. It will give you a little bit of nourishment to your skin and it'll make, it'll like fake a glow that you definitely don't have. have. (laughs) The thing is, is that you, you, no matter what you think, you won't have time and you won't be bothered to do skincare for quite a while, like mm. not your usual routine that you probably had. Mm. Although I was quite lazy in pregnancy as well because I was sick or just really tired. Um, but an oil, it's just something to pop on your skin. It takes two seconds and it's got so many different benefits. So just an oil morning and night. And if you're leaving the house, obviously put sunscreen on in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because... Yes. Um, Skin cancer and also pigmentation can get quite bad through pregnancy and breastfeeding. Right. Yeah, and I, I think as mums we're always so conscious of putting sun cream on our kids and not ourselves. Yes. yes. And it's like why? It's like do yours first and then, like the mask on the plane, yours first, then mm. the kids before you leave the house. That's the, you know. And since, we, since Mother's Day is Sunday, what is planned for Mother's Day? For the three of you. Well, mum, we said, oh, maybe mum could stay and then we could do something nice, even on Saturday afternoon if she doesn't want to stay on Sunday. And Emma goes, no, she said she's waking up on Saturday and speeding off home. So I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't tell me that's what was planned. So we don't. (laughs) It is very difficult to plan. Like at Easter, Easter Sunday, we did a Kris Kringle for Easter and we actually, I think, got the gifts out about 6 p.m. because it was just so empty. Chaos. It is very hard to plan anything in detail with two little babies. Mm. Probably nothing, I'd say. That sounds like a good plan, (laughs) a plan of no plan. Oh, a sleep-in would be nice. Yeah, have the husbands got anything organised? Luke keeps asking me what I want and I'm like, can you stop asking me what I want? And he goes, you don't need anything, you get presents. And I'm like, it's not about something that I need. What do I, and I'm hinting to him, I'm going, what do I really want? What do I really need? Buy me a spa voucher, you idiot. Mm. Like, it seems so simple to me. What do I need? What am I constantly whinging about? I didn't know about? until you just said yeah, that. Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm you. always whinging Tell about you. my soul. Someone back. message and him quickly. Just like, it just seems so simple to me that, of course, just get organized that. Yeah. And if, you're not, if you can't get me in on Sunday, you're like, okay, I'm getting you in on this day. Well, I'm taking Lenny. Like, I don't want you to worry. And on Sunday, take the baby. Yeah. Sleep. Mm. Go get me a coffee. Just do, I'm an acts of service person. Like, just do nice things for me. Mm. I think that I'm actually really easy to get things for. But you should tell him. Then he'll do oh, it. I, you have to tell someone. I know. But it's, I know. It's frustrating. I think it's a, don't you think it's a man thing, though? Honestly? Definitely. Yeah. And I think it's better to tell them. Instead of you getting cranky and thinking, why didn't they think of it? Tell them at least, then you'll get what you want. I'm very manipulative. <laughs> manipulative, though. On the other hand, I because I said to Mum, I said, oh, I don't even think Luke knows about it to begin with, and she goes, well, tell him. And I said, no, because if he forgets, then I get to hold that grudge and hold that over his head. That's for true. Months. 
<laughs> and just to be like, do you remember when you forgot my first yeah. Mother's Day? Oh. And it's funny, on Mother's Day, it's like you don't want to spend, no. I, I know it sounds terrible, yeah. you don't want to spend more time with the kids, You actually, especially no. when they're paying, you want less. That's the that's the, the ultimate present is being like, we're taking oh, the kids sweet. and we're removing them yeah. so you don't have to worry. That's that's the oh. ultimate yeah. present. Yeah. Oh, did you just put lipstick on his head? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was gonna say, getting his little. Um, I was gonna say, with your podcast, he hasn't had lipstick on him yet. You go, no, you, 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 you. Evelyn has. She's had like oh, highlighter on her face. Um, lots of different things we've tried. I've picked her up before and said water before. Yeah. Whoops. Anyway, I think we should get on with our. We'll go. We'll move on quickly to the all about us section, so we can leave you and hopefully. Lenny relaxes for the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> I think he's done very well. Um, one word to describe your relationship, so Sharon, to you and your girls when they were teenagers, which I know we've discussed before. Tumultuous. Oh, that's okay. a good word. <laughs> for no, both no. of them? More so with Kelly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we gathered that. Yes. We, we did gather that. <laughs> And and then Emma and Kelly, how would you describe your relationship with your mum when you were teenagers? Fraught. Oh, no. I actually said that. Hmm. No, I never thought it was that fraught. Emma's a sucker. Yeah, I've always was a bit of a goody goody. Like <laughs> I'd do the wrong thing, and then I'd like go back home with my tail between my legs and tell mum. Mm. Like, she did. Yeah, she would. And she also did things just to make mum happy, which is of course really nice. But what teenage girl does that? Like she got. <laughs> christened or baptized or something confirmed confirmed. I got confirmed but i also used to on saturday nights i'd go to church with mom and like stuff she i don't know i like doing really that she was just a goody goody but it was also nice like we would spend time together and it was nice that's very nice very nice i'd sulk in my room and listen to eminem <laughs> how dare they leave me behind posters of him lovingly and more now one word to describe your relationship in adulthood after having children Close. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd say close. That's nice. Fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least you can still say fun. That's Humorous. good. Yeah. Humorous. <laughs> what character? You smile at me, cheeky boy. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, look at him. Oh, he loves you so much. He does. He's like, oh, mum, I'm here. <laughs> I need more attention. Oh, oh look. Oh, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. <laughs> Sharon, what characteristics do you think the girls have of you? Um, loud. Loud. <laughs> yeah, loud. <laughs> um, Kelly's a lot more like her dad in personality. Um, but actually I was thinking about it and I think the one thing that I, sometimes she'll say things and I think, oh, and then I actually think, I was thinking exactly the same thing, mm. but she says it out loud. Mm. <laughs> I like the way she does that. I like the way she can be so honest. Yeah. And I don't have much of a filter. <laughs> and <laughs> so what characteristics do you girls both think that you got from your mum? I'm not like mum. in per- Emma is a lot more similar to mum in personality and looks the way that mum. But loud is what I would say. Yeah. I like to think I got some, not all, of her patience, not mm. so much with people around me but with my kids. Mm. That's a good one to have. That's a good one. Like, mm. yeah, they, so I can want to put them in the rubbish bin but, <laughs> they, like, I don't 
you know, I just sit with them. You mm. don't. I don't <laughs> put them in the rubbish bin. It's good to but hear. I've always been very gentle and very patient, mm. and with us. And so I think that that has taught me how to do the same thing. Mm. With my kids, but I'm not very patient in other aspects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was about to say, are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> you're not with anything else. <laughs> um, what's the most memorable moment in your relationships? I couldn't come up with just one. I, there's so many. Yeah. Um, one, Every year there'd be something different that I yeah. I think probably one that, well, I thought of because it's quite recent when Kelly and Luke on their wedding day and the there were bushfires all around us and the caterers had, were kept bringing my husband to say that they couldn't get through. Mm. So we were trying to make up a plan but not let Kelly know mm. because she had a meltdown and, and driving down to the ceremony singing, going to the chapel every oh. time she got up about the caterers. Oh, that's <laughs> so – oh, my gosh. They obviously made it in the end, obviously. Yeah. We found out after. At like 11 p.m. Right yeah. Oh. That was, that's another story. That was oh. just like stuff. Oh. Actually, the night before Emma's wedding, we watched um, Father of the Bride. Oh. Oh. Too. That's, yeah. that's that's so good. Such a good movie to watch before. Yeah, I don't think. Actually, their dad's very similar. He wanted a Barbie in the back. <laughs> Actually, I don't. I don't know if I should say this, but I remember getting my first period, and Mum wasn't home because she worked Wednesday nights, and Kelly was in the lounge room with Dad. And I remember scuffling in, whispering in her ear, "I think something's happening," <laughs> and she like ferried me out and looked after me. Oh. That's nice. That's nice. But there's not, yeah, as Kelly said, there's not just like one yeah, memory. Yeah, you got lots. Lots of really yes. funny memories all the time. It's just nice. And who who gives the best advice? I would say me. <laughs> I think it depends on the topic. <laughs> I'm very wise at me. I think it's me. <laughs> I think I'm very wise. Yes, it depends you know on about a lot of things. Yes. I think that, I, like, I'm... Trying to think, I reckon I give you two way more better advice than you <laughs> gave me. <laughs> way more better. I'm very good with words. Yeah. But then I think as we will just when we talk about Percy this morning, like when you've experienced things, you can sometimes offer better advice than because you understand things better than before you. Yeah. 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 You do give good advice, but it does depend on what the topic is. Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. I'm not going to give good advice about. Things that you kids. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> having two kids, yeah. <laughs> having one, yes. Two, no. no. Not even then. Having a new baby, maybe. That's it. <laughs> and what's the best advice your mum's ever given you? <laughs> to oh, me, she's yeah. like, uh, guys. <laughs> to me, don't get pregnant again. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I do. No, I'm just trying to think because you give advice in a very gentle way. You don't ever presented as advice you sort of just listen as a suggestion or yeah but I would say that um the thing that sticks out to me the most is my parents have a really good marriage like a beautiful marriage that I don't think is very common Mm. um like it's very rare actually to see two people that are genuinely happy and love each other. However, they bicker a lot more now that they're retired. It's quite funny. <laughs> more um, time, more time. It's the stupidest stuff as well. I thought, was telling Emma about it. I was like, it's so funny, just <laughs> stupid stuff. But I think I said something once or I asked advice about it and mum said, You've, relationships aren't easy and you don't walk away from your family, like always work on things and fight for things. So that's something I thought that that was just a really good piece of advice that I've always considered, mm. especially 
having a newborn with an annoying husband that mm-hmm. I want to Yes, they they become more and something happens. Literally, the day you give birth, their your tolerance for them just <laughs> goes out the window. Yeah, yeah. No, I and it's funny because I um I told Emma. I don't know if I told Mum, but the other day when I was getting cross with him, he actually then started to cry and he was like so upset and he was said, I feel like you hate me and I have never loved you more. He said, I, my heart, since you, I don't, he said, I don't know what happened, but I just love you more than I've ever loved you before. I'm just so obsessed with you. And he said, and I feel like you hate me. And I was like, I don't hate you. (laughs) Active dislike. (laughs) It's because they. I would say is good advice. It's also because men can't physically have kids. Mm. And if they've watched you carry the baby and then give birth to the baby, you know, there's a lot that we go through and especially the two of you especially to get to the other side. So they should be very appreciative. But like I said, your tolerance for them just Mm. not much. (laughs) And how many times a day do you call each other? Emma calls mum a lot. She's annoying. I call her a lot too. She doesn't always answer. And then I send her lots of messages asking what she's Where are you? But if I don't answer my phone, there was a day where I think I didn't answer my phone for like three hours. She called everyone. Saying what's the matter, panicking. I was like out at a breakfast or something. Mm. Everyone. Mm -hmm. We generally talk once a day. We FaceTime probably once a day or once every two days. And particularly since Kelly's had Lenny. It's been more because I'm at home. home. Well, even when yeah. you're pregnant, it was more because yeah. I was at home. Yeah, because she was <laughs> out a lot, so we didn't <laughs> expect it. And I think since having Evelyn, we've all talked more because we want to see her. Yes, that's right. We don't want to. We want to see yes. Evelyn. It so when she has the camera turned towards her face, I'm like, turn it around. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to Evelyn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's like once once your parents become grandparents, you become obsolete. It's like, just, I just want to see the grandchildren. <laughs> you guys don't matter. I used to say it was annoying when people like tried to make them talk to toddlers and now like she loves talking Actually, to yeah, Evelyn. that's so true. I did think that was really annoying when people were like, I'll just put you on the phone to so-and-so. Why? <laughs> I don't want to talk to this child. <laughs> that Saying that recently, such a silly thing happened. It was torrential rain a couple of weeks ago. And mum and I were up at their place and taking <laughs> little Lenny for a walk. And my dad is so protective of Lenny. It's really nice. Like he's so protective. One day in the rain, he was like, I'll walk Lenny into McDonald's because he didn't trust mum and me to hold him in the rain or I don't even know. So he was like trying to protect him running in. Anyway, so it was torrential downpour and we were taking Lenny out for a walk. And I'm really not that protective about that sort of thing because I'm kind of like, as long as he's warm, it doesn't matter if he gets a bit wet. Mm. Like. He's not that fresh anymore. He's, just, he's a very sweaty baby as well. He runs at a high temperature like me. And um, so we're still down the street and then Dad just comes speeding up the street looking for us because we're out in this torrential weather. Anyway, he's like, get the baby. And Mum jumps in the front seat with Lenny on her lap. It was just literally like less than a kilometre up the road. So and so it's in an estate. It's mm. not, yeah, it's fine. And um, now a police person's in there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and drove them home. And so, and then he just took off. And I'm standing there with the pram. Like, oh, so, like, forget you in the rain. Like, and I was, he literally did. And I was like, okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right. You're, you're trap lever. I was sprinting the street because it was torrential. torrential. I was soaked within 10 oh. seconds. 
and I'm sprinting up the street with this pram just going everywhere. Mm, mm. And then I thought everyone in the state, all of their neighbours is going to be like, that girl was out in the weather with her baby. Yes. Growing it around in the pram. And I get home, the three of them are all dry and happy. And you're you're saturated. And you're like, yeah. what, what happened to me? It's like yeah. you don't exist, it's okay. The, I used to be the important one. That was so funny. <laughs> is there anything you wanted to ask or tell each other but never have? No. No. <laughs> We're probably a bit too open sometimes. <laughs> Ooh, actually, <laughs> one day, I don't, actually mum probably does know this, I wagged school once when I was in year nine. <laughs> No, I don't. Know. There you go. <laughs> Honesty. Actually, they did because I remember we there was something and she came home from school and she followed me around and then she said, I got my belly button kissed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. They couldn't keep things from us. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It's good. It's You know, you want your kids to be able to talk to you about exactly, everything, yeah. so it's nice that. You know, they kept it from you for a moment and then that was enough. Couldn't live with themselves. Well, mate. Don't tell me that if I ever got my belly button pissed, he'd pull it out with pliers. Ooh. That's why I didn't want to tell them. Mm. Yeah, fair. Sounds terrible. (laughs) He'll talk. He's like Kelly. He's got no filter. (laughs) It didn't work because you still got it anyway. Exactly. Because we always knew he was all talk. He was was trying to teach Kelly to drive in an EH Holden, like so an old column ship, and he... um, they got home this day and Kelly ran into the bedroom crying and said, Dad just told me I'm hopeless driver. And he walked in and I said, well, anyway, she's bloody hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're honest. <laughs> well, it has been so enjoyable and we'll a lot of fun. And a lot of fun. And we've loved waving to Lenny throughout and yes. and hopefully I know. I was going to say, and thank you for your time, you know, considering you've got little Lenny there. Thank you for having us. No, it's lovely. Really, really enjoyable. Um, Thanks so much. Whatever happens for Mother's Day. Day. Yes, and good luck. Yeah, happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And happy Mother's Day. Yes, enjoy your Mother's Day. Thank you. Hopefully, get that spa voucher. Yes, (laughs) hopefully, you get a day of sleep. (laughs) Well, we're we're all going to Canberra. Oh, so yes. as a family, so yes. oh, that's nice. Yeah, so it. I know, not just mum and I. I know, yeah, <laughs> moving no. everybody, the whole, the whole family, the whole, the whole family. family. So yeah, something different. Yes, so we'll spend the day together, which is nice. Lovely. We'll, we'll have a lovely time and a safe trip. Thank, Thank you, you, and take care, and thanks again. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you have a mother and daughter story that you would like to share, send us a DM on Instagram at Mothers and Daughters Pod. If you loved this episode, please subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss a new episode. Spread the love and share the podcast with your mum or sister or friend. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. See you next week. And don't forget to call your mum.